Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Lisa Lanier joins us. She's our official attorney of this program. She answers questions. She goes inside at least three legal cases and solves them all in a matter of minutes. Always good to talk to her. Lisa, I hope you're staying well during this time. Everything okay? Yeah, I am. I talked to Biggie a little while ago, and he said, how are you doing? I said, I'm great. He's like, Lisa, nobody's great, right? I'm right, great. right. Yeah. But, but, you know, I have to say, I, I just feel really lucky. We're, you know, I, my family's healthy. I'm healthy. And, you know, it doesn't do any good to, to wallow and cry about this. Right. So I, I'm going to just try to stay positive and hope that we get through it soon. But, yeah, it's it definitely, it's lousy for sure. It is. There it is. That's the attitude we all have to have. Do your children understand what's happening? Yeah, they're, you know, they're bummed about what's going on, but I think they appreciate that they're safe, and we just try to focus on that because mm-hmm. I think it could create a lot of anxiety for kids, and it's important to stay really super focused on the fact that, you know, we know how to stay safe, we're taking those steps to keep you safe, and let's just make the best of it. And we're playing a lot more board games, watching a lot more family movies. and Yep, us too. That's what we're doing. We're, we're playing Pictionary in our house, Lisa. I don't know what your game of choice is. You know what? This is a cool thing, too. The kids are playing with other people outside of our home on Zoom conferences. Mm-hmm. Cooper, last night, my son, he did a birthday party, and they played Pictionary on Zoom. Pretty cool. cool. Wow. It's really neat that you can – at least we can do that, you know. I heard that – what is that game? Uh, we played it at the beach a couple of years ago, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Uh, oh, the adult I game. I love that game. It's an adult, Oh, me too. They're making a family version that kids can play, and it was supposed to come out this fall, so now they're making it available. If you go to their website, you can download the cards and print oh. them, and so you can play with your whole family if you want to. And I think it's free. You know, yeah. I think there is a there is a version out for kids that's, I think, a competitor or knockoff or something that's ah. pretty fun. Okay. I think my kids would love that. Or yeah, yeah that'd be really neat. April 1st was April Fool's Day. I don't know if you saw this. Or Lisa, might, it's probably too late now since it's not April Fool's Day, but this dad woke up his kids and said, things have changed. You got school this morning. Get up and made him go stand out at the bus stop out in front of their house. And they stood there, three girls. They looked like they were a, t- a tween, an eight-year-old, and a six-year-old. And they were just standing there for 15 minutes. And the dad says, you know what today is? They're like, Wednesday. He's like, now what's the date? And he's, they're like, April 1st. And the oldest girl threw her books down and says, you suck. And they all ran back in and hit their dad in the gut. And <laughs> he says, sorry. I thought for April Fool's Day this year, that is pretty that's good. not bad. That's not bad. Because it doesn't put them in danger. They're no. supposed to go outside All they did anyway. was stand out of the yard, wait for the bus. Got that's a good Because I... I refrained from April Fool's Day pranks this year, but that's did, a good one. I did one to my kids. Did you see the one that the, the lady did, the uh, Governor Cooper making the announcement that the kids had to repeat this grade? I heard about that. Yes. So yeah, I, heard I, about. Did, I sent that. So I, I texted because my kids are you know middle school and up. They all have some sort of device that they're mm-hmm. on for school every mm-hmm. day, if nothing else. And then <laughs> I sent it to all of them. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I think this this applies to you. You know, and they're. I got two out of three. My oldest was like, come on. Oh, she got it. <laughs> she got she, it. She knew. Yeah. But the others, you got them. That's pretty good, though, two out of three. My son was upset. Um, we are trying to do some cutting back at home. So yesterday I was on the phone with DirecTV to cancel DirecTV, <laughs> meaning uh, – Are you still on hold? I never – I was on hold for three hours. 
and they never picked up. They they finally just hung up on me. And I mean, it was like, well, they knew my call was coming. Did they pick it up and say, you know, we're not going to get to you, right. <laughs> Mr. Kelly? Right. Click. But the whole time, my son was pacing because he was saying, please. Don't get rid of NFL Sunday ticket. <laughs> Hard times, man. Hard yeah. times. NFL Sunday Hard ticket time. has to go. May not be a Sunday ticket to watch. Who knows? Right, exactly. What's your... Yeah, you're, what are you paying for? That, right. right. <laughs> Nothing there. Exactly. I have a, a question from a listener, a P1, yesterday called on this, Lisa, because we were going back and forth about these pastors. The one we had yesterday was in uh, Pennsylvania, and he's trying to host a big Easter outdoor ceremony. And he's oh, Jesus stock. Jesus stock, yeah. <laughs> That's right, and not uh, not his words. No, uh, but they were. He was so he wanted to make it the Woodstock of Easter ce- celebrations, and he's inviting anyone from anywhere—hundreds, thousands, however many he can get there. And I said he should be arrested for doing that, for trying to congregate at this time when obviously everyone is saying stay apart, and his state is under a shelter-in-place mm-hmm. order, as most states are. But we had a P one call and said, "Well, can you actually stop anybody from going to church legally? Isn't that freedom of assembly, even during a time of?" World pandemic. Couldn't a church stay open and not be subject to any kind of uh, laws? What do you think on that, Lisa? I think that the government can stop people from going to church under these circumstances, and it's pretty rare when a person's religious freedom can be infringed upon. But this is one of those circumstances. You know, religious freedom is at the highest level of protection. You have to have the laws. If you're going to restrict it, they have to be narrowly tailored and they have to serve a legitimate government interest. But public safety, life and death, is what we're dealing with here. That is absolutely the type of government interest that does allow that very rare infringement on your religious liberties. Okay. And we've seen this all over the world. You know, people have had to, even in some, some countries, they've had to bring in the police or the militia to break up mosques and, and uh, churches to keep them who are violating these orders. But it's a very unfortunate thing that's going on right now. But but they can do it. Okay. Mm. I thought so uh, because it's being done. Well, I did see one preacher did get yeah. arrested. Yeah. I don't know where he was, but he was trying to hold something too. Yet people do still do it. Another P1 emailed in with a similar question for Lisa Lanier. During the pandemic, what do what rights do workers have to protect themselves from dumbass employers? Her words, not mine. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> dumbass employers who do not believe this is no, who think it's no big deal. It's not that big. Employers who threaten frightened employees with dismissal if they ask to take off during these troubled times, go home from work and not come back, even if deemed essential. Do you have to be on the job? If your employer says yes, can you say no? What are your thoughts here, Lisa? Yeah, you know, uh, and my heart goes out and my gratitude to all these essential employees who are out there doing, especially people who are doing the hard work of you know working in hospitals thank you lisa stop it now we're we're i go. don't think she meant radio Kelly. we're uh djs no. we're here yeah, yeah you djs yes we're DJs. Well, you know lawyers yeah we're working I, I, oh yeah <laughs> yeah right I'm, I'm essential talking. of course i'm talking about medical people think about like the maintenance workers in you know uh in facilities in apartment complexes and they're having to go in people's homes people that are you know it's just crazy all the people that are out there in harm's way every day but yeah if you are one of these essential workers you are kind of faced with some uncharted territory where there's not a lot of regulation in North Carolina. So OSHA spells out safety requirements for high-risk professions in specificity like medical and some of those. They, they have very specific safety regulations. But for everybody else, there's just this general OSHA language that the work environment has to be reasonably safe under the circumstances. So one thing that people are doing, if your employer is not 
taking reasonable safety precautions in the workplace, like you're working shoulder to shoulder with somebody with no protection, that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. no distancing, you can call and make a report to OSHA. They will investigate it and possibly take action, but they're getting overwhelmed. They're inundated with these calls right now because apparently a lot of companies are not taking reasonable safety steps. The other thing is this newly enacted Family First Corona Response Act allows for some people who have underlying medical conditions, if you have a doctor's note that says you need some, you know, you need to be separated, you need to isolate, then you are going to be eligible for paid leave. But other than that, North Carolina is a pretty tough state. It's an employment at will state. Mm-hmm. And so you have to follow the employer's directions as long as they aren't doing something unreasonable with regard to your safety. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense then. D- Dave's nodding at will. That's right. That's some big words in the courtroom. Always heard about it. At, at will state. So you can, it depends, I guess, on which state you're in. Mm-hmm. But uh, where we are, you don't have too much resource, according to Lisa there, it sounds like. Let's get All another. Right. This is another uh, bit of a, a coronavirus type story, a coronavirus legal case. A homeowners association in Jacksonville, Florida, threatened a nurse with $1,000 fines for parking an RV meant for quarantine in her driveway. Apparently, she works from home uh, and triaging calls and managing staff and patients, according to this report. She believes that she will have to physically go to the hospital, and she wants to be prepared in case she may become infected with coronavirus. So she's got the RV in her driveway, just in case. And so they're saying, no, you can't have it there because... That's against our covenants, against the Homeowners Association. The HOA still has power here. They're the most very powerful organizations. Do they still win in this case? Or when things are so bad right now, are they going to be told, you know, leave it alone for now? What do you think? You know, unfortunately, she, she backed off on this. So she is a, right now, she's at home. She's a telephone triage nurse. Mm-hmm. But she's been told by the hospital where she works that they're all going to be called in because it's such a crisis. So she knows she's going to have, so she and her husband were just preparing. They have an RV, they keep it off site. You know, there are a lot of these folks, there's actually a nonprofit that is linking up RV owners with hospital workers so that they don't have to leave their shift and come in and, and potentially expose their family. This lady has a special needs child that has health issues. So she's especially worried. She's trying to prepare. And then they, they asked her to remove it. And she did remove it. Because the fine was $100 a day. She was Mm. worried about that. But here's the thing, you know, these HOAs are super powerful, right? Mm. And we've talked about that many times, that uh, these you you buy into these communities. This is a the Magnolia Point Golf and Country Club. And so you are subject to those covenants. Mm. There is one possibility that's a kind of a long shot, but it's called an exception against public policy. When somebody is, when the enforcement of a rule or law violates public policy sometimes you can void that policy i think it would be worth it here for her to say you know i because once she actually has to be called up to the hospital Mm -hmm. she is putting her family at risk and i think she ought to I'd volunteer to help her. That's crazy. You Look know, at that. Let her have mm, an RV. That's some legal yeah. advice. Lanier v. Magnolia Point. <laughs> now listen. Exactly. I've, I've played on Magnolia Point. <laughs> he knows Magnolia Point. Golf you looked course. at properties there. I've looked at properties on Magnolia <laughs> Point. <laughs> it's a fine location. Let's not, let's not say anything against the good folks of Magnolia Point. <laughs> in this case, though, here we are in a uh, global pandemic. Maybe this woman gets to have her RV. HOA, man, they won't give up. This you the no. government. They will not. <laughs> they had to for all this. Cor- you can't sue us for coronavirus. You ain't shutting nothing down. They, the no. HOA will want their fees.
fees no matter what. They are pit bulls. There's no way you're going to get a fee from HOA waived. I don't care what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Although I do see more and more landlords waiving rents that you you don't have to pay your rent. Somebody told me yesterday one of the banks where you have your mortgage is uh, letting you not pay your mortgage for three months and they'll tack it on to the end of the 30 year mortgage, wow. 15 year mortgage. I believe it's BB and T. That would allow you, which is now truest, which is now truest. So if pending, got, pending, pending. Now, if you've got your mortgage with them, I may be speaking out of my butt. All right, wouldn't be the first time. It's the best it ever was. <laughs> going to say I hadn't really heard that till now. But. Okay, don't quote me on this. Do not quote me. Don't on quote this. the bank. Uh, do not quote which bank it is or the factoid. I don't know, but I am hearing rumbles that that is what's happening with at least one bank. Is they'll move your like for three months. You don't have to pay your mortgage. They'll tack it under the end of the if you want to. Which That's is, nice. You'd think that'd be the standard. Absolutely. I think every bank, and I hope that I hope that is true, because I think and then every bank, every lender should and will do that. At least one month and go month yes, by month. Yes, and see what the situation is. Give us a break. You know? Kelly, you're a landlord. Are you uh, waiving rents? Landlords are doing it. Yeah, landlords are doing it. Utility companies are doing it. Cell phones. It's the right thing to do. Yep. I, yeah. Yep. Let's don't gloss over the the question before the court here. <laughs> Kelly, you are a landlord. I repeat. I do. Are you waiving rent? I have a rental property. How's that? I'm not at liberty. My my attorney is all the. Yeah. All do you the, have a tenant in <laughs> said property? Council. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 sidebar. Good sir. Do you have a tenant inside this building? I'm, I'm fifth. Please you might, fifth. You might want to check your weight before you climb on the high horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These landlords. <laughs> How dare they? How's your rental property? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord, I forgot about my rental. Yeah. It's easy to spend other people's money. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't sell that stock. These, 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 these uh, lenders ought to be putting that. Let's talk about the real mm. villains in this case. Not good landlords just trying to make money for their family. So that's what's behind this whole nobody pay anything and uh, nobody. Gosh, darn it. Let's move to the next story. Lisa's on the phone here. She doesn't have all day. Actually, she does. <laughs> Uh, Lisa, the next story comes from sports. Uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, and it has nothing to do with coronavirus. He's suing Amazon.com over merchandise sales because apparently he says they're uh, promoting the sale of unlicensed merchandise using his likeness. He owns his own merchandise company called ERA8 Apparel. And unlike some of the NFL stars most, in fact, he's not agreed with a major sporting goods company like Nike or Adidas or Under Armour, he's he's freelance. He's on his own. So he sells his own stuff on his own site, and now he's saying that Amazon is doing it with unlicensed merchandise, and he's suing them. What uh, chance do you think he has in court? I think that Amazon will settle with him. He has a great chance. So mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a very smart young man, and he is he's touted to be the most marketable athlete right now, you know, period. Like, mm-hmm. he's the deal. So yeah. he – and he has been very smart about – protecting his brand he has not like you said he's not endorsed any any products or anything so that he can exclusively control his brand and make all the money off his brand he has a legal right to the monetary exploitation of his name and image and no one else can do that without his permission what amazon does is they they try to prevent unlicensed merchandise they have some mechanisms in their seller requirements and things but they don't always catch it and i don't think they're out there trying to do this on purpose but once they do they are legally liable for it, and so I think that what they'll probably do is, is settle with him because I think for a company the size of Amazon, this is probably just a cost of doing business. It got through the cracks, you know, and they'll they'll pay him, and it'll be done. Exactly, and uh, plus a 
company with deep pockets like Amazon, I would think they would do that. And, Deepest. And be done with it. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And that's interesting that he is the most marketable athlete today. And he doesn't. He hasn't signed with Under Armour. Or, Shocking. I couldn't believe it when I read it. That's right. I read a thing the other day that said that if the draft where he was taken was done over today, they said, you know, now looking back, who would you take? And he would have been the number one draft pick mm. by the Browns instead yeah. of Baker Mayfield. Exactly. Mm. Lisa, it's so good to talk to you as always. We always appreciate Lawyer Up. And you can find her at her uh, website, LanierLawGroup.com. Stay inside, stay healthy, and stay safe. You too. Have a great weekend. Thank you very much. That's Lisa Lanier, our official attorney.